This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. As far as you know. All last weekend, I heard about this guy who'd forgotten his password to a hard drive containing $240 million worth of Bitcoin. That's not good. Oh, no. He had 10 chances to guess it. He now has eight remaining. And that's all anybody was saying about it over the weekend, all the radio people, because they're lame and they're trying to hit posts and stuff like that. Uh, It's actually more interesting than that. I'll be the judge. About 10 years ago, this guy was paid 7,002 bitcoins for making a video explaining how cryptocurrency works. Okay. At that time, they were worth a few dollars each. Now one bitcoin is worth $34,000. According to cryptocurrency data company Chain Analysis, about 140 billion with a B worth of bitcoin is lost or left in wallets that cannot be accessed. And because of that, businesses who help retrieve digital currency are getting multiple requests every day. And I found our new business. Hang on, I'm still doing the math. Okay. What? Yeah. We're in the wrong business. Like I said, the story doesn't end there, right? Fantastic stuff. Over to you. Hang on. I'm just thinking how I'm going to spend all that money. (laughs) Okay. I know how I would. I just never will. Yeah. Thanks. Now I feel good. A Polish pig farmer in his 70s who'd been missing since the end of December is believed now to be dead. According to a Fox News report, Lubin District Prosecutor Magdalena Serafin told... Serafin? That's a Polish name? Told local media... The Wouldn't it be Serafinski? (laughs) If the people in the name are Polish, then it's a Polish name. Shut up. Vankomsky. <laughs> My mother's maiden name was Vodkoviak. So, ah. Uh, Komsky boy, a... is Scottish. You know, <clears throat> right now in my head, there are several things floating through there, but in this woke generation, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> anyway, the Lubin District prosecutor told local media that the farmer's remains that would be bones and skull fragments were found by a neighbor who called police after spotting the phone, the bones while he was fetching water from a nearby whale on January 8th. Mm. They're going to have to, of course, do DNA. Mm-hmm. They suspect he died of a heart attack or maybe fell. The farmer's animals, by the way, were roaming freely in the yard. Officials indicated it was clear that the pigs had apparently been feasting on their owner. And they will. No. no way to go. Not just the smell that gets you. Well, as long as we're going to be disgusting. Desi- uh, dinosaur scientists have made a you new... Say dis- that like it's new. Dinosaur scientists have made a new discovery, and boy, are they excited. Seems they've uncovered the remains of a dinosaur called... Phil? Psittacosaurus. Ah, what a dinosaur named Phil. A bristly-tailed, Labrador-sized, horn-faced relative of Triceratops. Wait, wait, back that up again? Yeah. It, bristly-tailed. Labrador-sized, okay. horn-faced relative of Triceratops. Okay. Okay? Uh, that's where you get the three horns coming out. I think right? I dated her once, but go ahead. <laughs> I think dated her. Um, the specimen in question is so well-preserved that uh, paleobiologist Jakob Vinther could actually see something no scientist has ever seen before. He could see 
the animal's cloacal vent. Cloaca is a word that comes from Latin for sewer. He was looking at the mystery zone, the wazoo. The south end of a northbound thing. The poop cannon. That a boy. Anyway. Keep it classy. They're all a lather over this. So much so, the ScienceLive.com headline actually reads, and I quote, First preserved dynast butthole is perfect and unique, paleontologist says. So you've got that to brighten your day. We are a stupid species. A small group in Rochester, Minnesota, all municipal employees have been given a task of stopping an invasion. In Rochester? Well, you know, maybe they're coming for the Mayo Clinic. Important people go there to get better. That's true. Armed with lasers, starter pistols, and bird calls, the Crow Patrol stands between a massive flock of crows and downtown Rochester. Once again, probably because important people go there and you just really don't want the... By December, the patrol had pinned the flock in the treetops of Oakwood Cemetery, just north of downtown. Boy, there's a movie in the making. Where's Hitchcock when you need him? Dead. In winter's past, I didn't even know he was sick. In winter's past, crows have flocked to Rochester and slicked her streets with, well, the stuff that comes out of a south end of a northbound crow. Dinosaur. No, because then they'd be dinosaurs and they'd have butthole headlines for themselves. <laughs> With a I've known four- some perfect buttholes in my life. I have, too. They've never made it into scientific papers. <laughs> With a $40,000 price tag every year, the city sends employees... $40,000 price tag. The city sends employees out to gather tools and head out at dusk to train the birds to stay out of downtown by annoying them with alarms and lasers. This would be the 21st century version of pitchforks, shovels, yeah. Mm-hmm. All together, said a local filmmaker. It's funny. He's making a documentary. He said it's all about curb appeal. Man the torches. That's fantastic. God. I wish... And they will remember who those people are. You That's know That's the that, scariest right? part. Yeah, because crows carry a grudge. <laughs> yeah, they do. do and they job tell well. other crows about it. Pretty soon you'll be on all the crow websites. And then you're done. You think cancel culture is bad. From KDSK.com, another from the annals of uh, KDSK. KDSK. St. Louis County, Missouri. I don't know. I'm just finding out that whatever KD stands for, the last part could be, well, never mind. I'm coming up with it. Shut up. (laughs) Christine Troop is the mother of a... What you do with a straw, it's not a bad thing. Fine. Um, Right away, you go in the gutter. I just... This is, this is government, again, overreaching. Christine Troop is the mother of a student at Rittenauer High School. Okay. So imagine her surprise when on a recent Tuesday, a police officer showed up at the front door to speak with her minor, minor child about a failing grade in ceramics class. They send cops for that? These guys do. They're serious. There had been no previous attempt to communicate with the girl or her parents. The armed school resource officer and a counselor simply show it up. Superintendent one, Dr. Kilbride, says they've done about 1,500 of these house visits since August. He says the visits aren't just for problems. It's about positive visits as well. 
Yeah, because I always jump for joy when there's a cop at my front door. And officers from the St. Anne Police Department are part of the wellness team. Oh, geez. Our wellness team comes armed with 45 caliber handguns. No, don't be silly. They're 40 caliber. Yeah, well, you're probably right about that. Yeah. Local parents call it a scare tactic over you, to you, Tone. You think? I'm scared and I'm several states away. It could have been the longest workout of his life. And we're checking with the Guinness people. A Utah resident, Dan Hill, said he was really surprised when workers at a 24-hour fitness gym locked the doors at midnight. I bet. I am literally locked inside 24-hour fitness right now, he posted on his Facebook page. Drat that social media. They closed the doors and went home while I was swimming my laps in the pool. They didn't know he was there. Doesn't the name suggest they stay open 24 hours? Well, they don't say which 24 hours. It could be Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to know. You didn't, you know, notice a guy in your pool? <clears throat> Apparently not. Or according they don't like him. You know. <laughs> according to a statement by the fitness chain. <laughs> that sounds about like the superintendent which is roughly translated into some locations do close between midnight and four and that's why you call it 24 hour 24 wouldn't it be then just you know 20, 20 hour? hour yeah um hill told the tv station he called his wife who told him to just relax and take a nap and he phoned police officers arrived more than an hour later and mentioned that he was failing ceramics. <laughs> the Tinner Wayback Machine is set to November 1950, Lüneburg, Germany. Wow, that's even older than me, barely. Yeah, I'm only about eight years, less than a decade. A local farmer reported that as he watched a number of his chickens run across the barnyard, they detonated with a rather loud bang. He's mining the chickens? That's the first thought I had. Uh, and a not inconsiderable mess that followed, of course. I suppose. An investigation was launched. And the conclusion? He's stupid. No, the chickens were thought to have eaten bits of carbide left behind by Allied soldiers during recent maneuvers. As the carbide combined with water in their stomachs, the resulting gas made them go splody. Boom. There it is. This is true. Really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.